Time for the rural news now with Monique Steele. Kia ora, Monique. Now, it is a year, of course, this week since Cyclone Gabriel hit the uh, fruit bowl of New Zealand. So how are our growers getting on? Yes, well, it's a bit of a mix. Some growers are preparing for a good harvest, while others are still trying to establish if their businesses are viable. Yesterday, the government announced $63 million of additional funding for silt and debris removal in Hawke's Bay and Te Tairawhiti. Hawke's Bay Fruit Growers Chair Bryden Nisbet says there's still a lot of silt to be collected off the orchards, and it's mostly just been pushed to the side. He says it's been a challenging year for the region's growers. Incredible that it's um, nearly a year on. I think people are still processing it, some better than others, depending on their case scenario of of their damage. But um, no, there's still a lot of grief out there. There's still a lot of disappointment, still a lot of anger of what's happened and uh, anger at the previous government and for not acting quickly. And, you know, I think, to be honest, our local councils have done the best they can with helping to remove the silt. Mr Nisbet says growers have spent huge amounts of money cleaning up their orchards and repairing their pack houses, so cash flow is a major issue. People have had to pull on their reserves that they've had through the years of, of orcharding, uh, and, you know, and orcharding hasn't been that great, returns haven't been that great for the last three or four years. Um, so yeah, so a lot of growers who are ageing a population who have decided to continue orcharding have had to borrow large amounts of money, which is meaning that you know, they're going to be in debt for a lot longer, a lot longer than what they thought they would have. Brighton Nisbet says it's reassuring now driving around the bay and seeing pops of red apples in the orchards. He says this season's apples are looking really good and the trees have fared much better than people thought, Corin. All right. Uh, Now you're also looking at the issue of cream cheese to China. Yes, well, Fonterra has seen strong demand for cream cheese this Lunar New Year for the celebrations, which got underway over the weekend. It has a cream cheese plant at its Darfield factory in Canterbury, and its manager Matt Smith says exports are growing year on year. Coming into Lunar New Year, we're seeing a good increase in cream cheese demand as we, uh, as we lead up um, some good, good growth out of China this year. In total this year, we have forecast to export almost 20,000 tonnes of cream cheese to China this season, and a big, big jump is around this new year period. Mr Smith says they export mainly to China, but demand is also growing in Southeast Asia, and both markets use the product a little differently. Especially around Lunar New Year, we see um, traditional Chinese pastries and dairy ingredients, how we incorporate dairy into those traditional things, um, being really popular. So those traditional bakeries really growing at the moment. Um, and then some of the base demand is things like tea macchiato is really popular. So um, think, think fancy teas, a green tea, a black tea with a topping of uh, cream cheese and whipping cream kind of our main products and then uh, certainly seeing lots of growth in the areas like cheese lollipops and of course cheesecakes are uh, always popular too. Matt Smith says the factory will grow capacity to meet the increasing demand for cream cheese. That is wild, a cheese lollipop. I've never yeah. heard of that before. But um, <laughs> And a why cream not? cheese macchiato yeah. as well there, Corin. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, it sounds good to me. <laughs> I was just about to say there aren't many things that can't be improved by adding some cream cheese, but um, tea and lollipop, I think I've been yep. proven wrong the tea there. Might be yes, a stretch. it's a dollop of cream cheese with mm-hmm. whipped cream and a sugar syrup, so oh, sounds dear. good to me. I know people put butter in, in coffee and drinks, don't they? But uh, I didn't hear the cream cheese. Uh, all right, very good. Now, you've got an update on uh, that live export ship that is stuck in limbo in Australia. 
Yes, while thousands of livestock aboard an export carrier in Australia are said to be offloaded this week after more than five weeks at sea, the Australian government decided that the exporter could not re-export the animals back to the Middle East after the vessel was diverted away from the embattled Red Sea in mid-January and sent back to Australia. After weeks of negotiations with officials, the exporter and Middle East-based animal rights advocates, the ABC reports Western Australia Premier Roger Cook says the ship with about 15,000 sheep and cattle on board would be destocked in the next week or so. And that's the rural news for this morning.